Welcome to Build with Hari Rao, a podcast by Get Ready Ministry. Let's receive today's word. Greetings and welcome. I greet you in the most beautiful name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Ah, I'm excited for today. Today we will get right into the word and uh, I won't be long. I'll keep this short. I'll keep it precise. And uh, I want to continue on the theme territorial dominance dominion over territories dominion over territories dominion over territories last week if you remember you will know there are two kinds of territories that i touched on one is a biological territory which is your bloodline spirit beings use bloodline and families households as real estate i was explaining to you how uh, a spiritual being cannot operate on the earth without a physical body it is illegal for spirit beings to operate on the earth without a physical body so they rule over regions by ruling over people the second thing that gives spiritual estate or real estate for spirits is physical land yes the reason is satan is not omnipresent satan is not present everywhere he is a being that is limited by space he can't be at all places at all times it's not possible so he has an extremely well organized system of controlling spirits that watch over regions that have accountability over territories so it's like a like a satanic army they all have a location assigned to them and they are meant to reproduce an environment in that location and that's why i was explaining to you spirits are hungry for bloodline for families through which they occupy territories and i then told you some simple ways how a child of god can exercise dominion in a bloodline and over physical land i told you the power of raising altars which meant you must become a man that prays that worships that fasts and that gives generously i i'm i'm taking time to um recap last week last wednesday so nobody is um finding what i'm going to teach today new so when you you know that's what happens when a child of god you know let me take just one minute to explain this the devil gets very very mad when somebody gets born again when you get born again 
apart from your soul being saved apart from you being restored to a relationship with god apart from you having your communion with god being restored something very powerful happens the enemy loses territory when you get saved spirit beings that ruled in your house spirit beings that ruled in your family for generations spirit beings that controlled outcomes that controlled desires that had shaped the soul of your household in a certain way when you get blood washed these spirits are evicted they are thrown out of your house they are thrown out of your body they are thrown out of your bloodline and now they do not have a resting place so they go to and fro looking for a place for them to rest so when somebody gets born again the demonic kingdom loses real estate yeah it loses real estate and that's why you will notice when you get saved the temptations you experience are so strong the 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 tests you experience are so strong things that your eyes never registered will begin to register the the magnetic pull to return to a sinful life is so strong because the spirits are working extra hard to regain the territory they lost so they will try different different strategies they will come with different kinds of strengths because now without your real estate they have no place to go so it's very important you guard your salvation it's very important you guard your purity very important that you protect the salvation that god has given to you hmm. okay okay all right is this making sense to all of you <laughs> you know sometimes uh we understand salvation from such a superficial level right it's so uh it's so aerial but when you bring your salvation under a microscope and you begin to investigate all the things that god is doing simultaneously with or without your knowledge you will be amazed the things that happens to you because you are saved now <laughs> okay okay so let's continue today territorial dominance territorial dominance it's important that i share this with you because I want our people to be a people that enjoy dominion in life. As it is in heaven, let it be on the earth. I do not want you to suffer through life. I don't want you to endure life. That's a bitter life. It's a bitter life, bitter life. I don't want you to go from one sorrow to next sorrow to another sorrow to another sorrow. It's a it's a it's a it's a tragedy it is one thing to suffer and it is a completely another thing to not know why you are suffering to to suffer without cause to suffer without knowing the reason you are suffering and to be subjected to a life of suffering and you don't even know why it's a very very sad thing i do not want that to be 
the end result of your life. <laughs> I don't want your testimony to be one of just suffering and never seeing victory. I want our people to experience victory in every area of their life. I want everybody that is connected to us to enjoy dominion in your life. Yes, dominion, dominion, which means your boss can't kick you out of your job. <laughs> you must give permission in the realms of the spirit for them to release you, which means you can't get kicked out of your house. Nobody, this is, uh, is going to sound funny, but nobody can break into your car without your permission. Nobody can break into your house without your permission. Nobody can steal a matter in your house without your permission. If there is, if, if, the, if a thief is able to walk into your house and take something from your house, it's because there is a breach. It's because there is an open door. It's because something has allowed a certain spirit. I will do that another day. We'll do that another day. Please go with me to Genesis uh, chapter 13, I believe. Let's go to Genesis chapter 13. Genesis chapter 13. Verse 14, please. Genesis 13, verse 14. Genesis 13, verse 14. The Lord said to Abraham, after Lot had separated from him. Please listen to me carefully. The Lord said to Abraham, after Lot had separated from him, lift up your eyes and look. Lift up your eyes and look. From, look from the place where you are northward, southward, eastward, and westward. For all the land that you see, I will give to you and to your offspring forever. I will make your offspring as the dust of the earth, so that if any one can count the dust of the earth, your offspring also can be counted. Now verse 17. Okay, verse 17. Verse 17. This is very, very powerful. Verse 17. Arise, walk through the length and the breadth of the land, for I will give it to you. So Abraham moved his tent and came and settled by the works of Mamre which are at Hebron, and there he built an altar to the Lord. You will notice that there is one conversation God is constantly having with Abraham. In fact, it was the reason why he was asked to leave his father's house and his father's country and his father's building, his father's neighborhood and everything. And then he has already entered Listen to me, he, his physical body, his physical body has already entered the promised land. What does the scripture say? What does the scripture say? Look at what it says. I will make your, what does the scripture say? Lift up your eyes and look from the place where you are, which means he is not entering the promised land. He is not entering the land of destiny. He has already entered. 
his physical body has already gotten access into that piece of land and yet it is not his and yet he has no dominion over it but at this time god is saying this land that you see i'm going to give to you after lot has departed so the first principle of dominion is this that god must speak over the territory that he wants to give you you please I, i'm telling you i i am showing you a very very simple but a very powerful principle you cannot exercise dominion over something that is not legally given to you by the utterance of his word you can still exercise dominion but your dominion will be illegitimate your rule will not be recognized by god you can still exercise power you can still exercise authority you can still exercise dominion but it will be an illegitimate dominion it will be a rule that is not recognized by god it's an authority that is not authorized by god and you can still have power you can still have rule and you can still have dominion over a piece of territory but it is not given to you yet mm. how is this possible do you think the dominion satan is exercising over certain people and over certain areas is authorized by god no child of god it is illegal dominion illegitimate dominion dominion that is forced so what is the legal ways of entering dominion it is given to you by god speaking over your life it is given to you by god speaking to you about a matter he says this land is telling abraham that where you are standing right now is given to you north west south west as far as you i can see this land belongs to you so what is the first thing you must experience in order for you to have legal rule and dominion you must hear god you must hear god i remember many 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 years ago many years ago even before our ministry took off i was in an encounter with the lord and the lord said to me i will make you a national blessing i will make you a national blessing but i was already traveling i'd already gone to a dozen cities but now by the speaking of his word and by the utterance of a promise by the utterance of his voice my status had changed now i was not only traveling but when i traveled it was the blessing that was traveling you didn't get what i just heard before he spoke i was just a guy that was traveling <laughs> I was a guy that could say certain things from the Bible. I could even preach very well, but after he spoke that I will make you a blessing, now it is no longer a young kid that is traveling, it is the blessing of the Lord that is traveling. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> you could be working in an office for 20 years as a janitor. You could be working in the office as an accountant for 20 years but when God speaks to you 
and the next day you go to office, the physical body might be the same, but something has shifted in the realms of the spirit. Now they receive you differently. Now they treat you differently. Now they welcome you differently because there is a light that has gone before you because a word has come to you. Okay. So, any territory that you want dominion, any area that you want to experience the rule of God, you first labor before God in prayer and you stay under the mighty hand of God until the Lord speaks a word to you. Hmm. If you remember, that's why David inquired of the Lord before every battle. He knew he had the strategy. He knew he had the weapons. He knew he had the armies. He knew the strength of his armies. He knew the horses, the chariots. But he realized all of this is of no use if I do not win the battle spiritually first. If I don't get God, if I don't have the word of the Lord with me, if I cannot inquire of the Lord, and oh God help us. So God's, God's strategy, even if it is God's will, even if you're meant to have dominion, you always inquire of the Lord and you hear the word of the Lord. You consult with the Holy Spirit before you enter into a territory. Maybe you, 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 you want to grow in your office. You go before the Lord first and you begin to ask the Lord. You begin to contend the Lord. You begin to seek His face and you receive a word from Him. And then you go out. Some of you, you have been desiring, you have been laboring, you, you have great desires for God. Maybe you want to move out of your country. Maybe you want to move out of your city. Maybe you want to move out of your town. And you're like, why is this happening? Why? Why is this happening? Child of God, I'm showing you a way. You must enter into the inner chambers. Even if it is God's will, God has already told you, this is the plan I have for you. <laughs> you cannot be passive. So you enter the presence of God and say, God, open this door for me. I know it is God's will. I know that this is the will of God. You, you contend with God for his speakings, for his voice. Isn't it obvious? David is a king anointed by God. David is chosen of God. David is called by God. Uh, David is God's favorite in a sense. Why will not God grant David victory? Why won't he? What pleasure would God get in not, in not seeing David have victory? It's obvious. Just because it's obvious, you can't take it for granted. So that's why you will see David knowing he enjoyed great favor with God, knowing he enjoyed great intimacy with God, he will still inquire of the Lord. He will still call the man of God. He'll still call the prophet. I, I, I want to go into this battle. Can I go? Is the Lord with me? Will he go before me? Will he grant me victory? Ah, I have, I have, I have noticed something. Those who have been graced by God, 
are more diligent in seeking him those who you see are truly experiencing the grace of god who are truly having victories in their life they are more dependent on god more and more and more more and more and more dependent on the will of god this is very important this is very very important very important first key to dominion is the voice of god you must search it and know is this the will of god for my life and if it is the will of god god can you say something about it can you please say something about it you know from the time i got saved i was about 16 years of age when when i was born again 15 to 16 roughly around that i think in a month in a single month i would get half a dozen prophetic words how i am called by god how i will be a prophet to the nations and this happened for an, at least 2 to 3 years every month i will have prophetic words in my teenage years that i am called of god that god has to and this would come from the most random people i'll be in a service of 3000 people and the speaker will pick me out the guest speaker and this would happen every sunday so there was no doubt in my head that i was called by god no doubt no doubt in my head no doubt but i remember i set my face to seek god it was 2008 i remember very clearly 2008 i would be getting so many invitations to preach and i'll turn each one of them down because i had not heard from god personally i had not heard from god personally so i set aside the entire year of 2008 the 12 months i said god this year before this year ends i want to know what is the purpose of my life i want to know what is it i i have heard i have heard for 5 years i have heard 7 years i have heard that you have called me that you have great plans for me you i have heard from your servants but now i want to hear from you so i i set the entire year i consecrated the entire year and i prayed one thing i didn't pray for my job i didn't pray for finances i didn't pray i i prayed one thing the entire 12 months and i remember 31st night as i crossed over and came into the 1st of january 2009 that's when i heard the explicit voice of god at least three times get this generation ready to meet me get this generation ready to meet me get this generation ready to meet me and that's how get ready ministry was born get ready ministry was not the consequences of random dreams was not the consequence of just prophetic words get ready ministry was the result of hearing the voice of god It was not a good idea. I was not trying to fill a need. Oh, this ministry is not there. There are no prophets. You know, at that time in India, there were no prophets. At least not known ones. Maybe one or two. Maximum three to four. Today, we have every guy, every corner has a prophet. You know? Back then, nobody understood what a prophet was. Nobody understood what a prophetic ministry was. What we have here today was not a result of 
of research and development was not a result of studying what is successful in ministry was not a result of studying ministries was a result of an encounter with god and the voice of god and that is why sometimes you may think i'm arrogant because you don't understand who i have heard so now okay let me let me <laughs> uh how do i say this now how do i say this now the god who sent the prophets that god himself came near and said something to me ah that god who sent the prophets for over 7 years to tell me to prepare me said you have a plan and a purpose i have a i have a great destiny for you i'm going to do xyz through your life that god came close and said get this generation ready to meet me so now my god now i was not just when i went to a city I was no longer going there because I have an invitation to speak there. Now when I go to a city I am sent of God. Oh, I am sent of God. I am authorized by God. So that is why this generation I can I I I can talk to my generation anytime because this generation is given to me by the pronouncement of his word by the voice of God. I can engage my generation i am legally authorized to get my generation ready i am sent by god I'm sent by god i am sent by god in the realms of the spirit you will see i am a i <laughs> okay i will keep quiet we'll keep quiet so child of god please i cannot emphasize this anymore you must hear god you must have dom- to to exercise dominion to exercise dominion you must hear the voice of god okay second i find the next instruction very interesting very very interesting very interesting let's go back to genesis 13 verse 17 13 verse 17 arise walk through the length and the breadth of the land for i will give it to you and wait a second you just told me <laughs> this land is yours you just told me this is for me and for my children forever why this instruction of walking why this instruction of walking look at this instruction arise walk through the length and the breadth of the land for i will give it to you oh it's a very powerful principle very very powerful principle abraham if you know carefully was already walking this land he was already traveling remember he had already come to bethel he had already come to the place of Ma, the oaks of mamre he had already gone back and forth but there was no difference but now that he has heard the voice of god the last time you walked the last time you walked in this land 
you walked as a traveler you walked as a visitor you walked as somebody that is exploring this land you walked as a spy perhaps this time when you walk you are walking as the owner of this land oh now when you walk you are walking as the king over this territory so walk left right east west south and not walk in every direction for this land i will give to you let me explain what was happening then in how before abraham came this piece of land was under the covering of different spirits this land was under the covering of different kings different kings ruled over different lands different parts of this land so now when the word of the lord came he's now god is saying now you go walk what was he saying i want your spirit the spirit that i have given to you i want that spirit to touch as oh remember what i taught you last time spirit beings cannot rule without a physical body now the word of the lord has come to you now walk it so as you walk everywhere your feet goes that feet is being covered by the spirit that is upon you every wall that your hand will touch is now being covered by the spirit of the lord every location so you walk through the length and breadth of this land and let the spirit of god that is in you cover this land ah cover it cover it so so abraham had to go cover his territory he had to extend and cover his he had to visit every location and touch it and pray over it worship the lord in that place raise an altar in that so you will notice that is why everywhere abraham went he marked his territory by raising an altar everywhere everywhere he went he would take he would pitch his tent take some time to pray take some time to worship and then he'll raise an altar he says okay i have worshiped the lord <laughs> i have worshiped the lord i that's how you mark territories in the realms of the spirit you didn't hear what i i just told you that's how you mark territories in the realms of the spirit by raising altars he marked it I want to show you something interesting. Are you guys ready? Go to Genesis chapter 1. Ah, uh, Genesis chapter 1. I'll read for you verse 1 onwards. In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. God created it, right? God created heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void. and darkness was over the face of the deep okay please in the beginning god created heavens and the earth the earth was without form void and darkness was over the face of the deep and look what he does and the spirit of god was hovering over the face of the waters so before god could exercise dominion over the heavens and the earth what did he do he released his spirit to cover the waters he said let me uh, let me send my spirit and the spirit of god covered that location covered the waters and after the covering was done then he spoke mm. 
telling you i have if you understand the principle that i have shared with you just now if i come to your house if i come to your house what spirit will i pick up in your house because uh, <laughs> I, 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 i should keep quiet now i should keep quiet will the taste of your house the organization of your house reflect the spirit of god in you or is your house custom built to the taste of another because every environment bends to the liking of the ruling spirit did you hear what i just said god wanted light in every environment he made the heavens and the earth and he his desire and his plan was to create light to create illumination to create order so in order for that outcome to happen he sent his spirit and the spirit covered the waters probably for centuries preparing the ground for the word of the lord everything is spiritual child of god everything is spiritual everything is spiritual so abraham covered an entire country he became the covering over an entire nation by the voice of god and by him physically walking and covering territories so you cannot Are you ready for this one? I'm going to close with this. You cannot exercise dominion to a place where your spirit has not reached. Ah, <laughs> uh, you didn't hear what I just said. The extent of your dominion is the extent of the covering your spirit has reached. I've already said too much. which means the light in you must cover the territory before the rule in you can reach that place your spirit man the spirit of god in you must travel to a particular location and cover it it's okay these are spiritual realities people will think these are this guy is sharing random things it's not true you study your scripture you study your scripture Adam had dominion in the garden, right? It was given to him. He was in fellowship with God. He was a sinless being. How did he lose dominion? How did he lose dominion? Very simple. The serpent came into the dominion of Adam. Came into a territory where he had rulership and introduced his ideas. introduce his spirit introduce rebellion because satan had rebellion in his spirit satan had sin in his spirit satan had rebellion in his spirit so he comes into adam's dominion he comes into adam's territory and he introduces his spirit aya kala boshata how does he introduce his spirit by introducing words 
that are not from that place, that are not from that dominion. My God. Adam didn't come up with those words. God didn't come up with those words. It is not Adam that said, did God really say these things? God never came and said, did, did, did I say these things? Eve never said, did God really say these things? No. Serpent came and said certain things. He said, did God really say this matter? Which means that those words were rooted in a different dimension. Those words were coming from a different spirit. Those words were rooted in another location. And uh, so before serpent can rule in this dominion, he introduced the word from his dominion, the spirit from his dominion. He said, he brought it into this location. And if anybody can listen to this word, if anybody can listen to this voice, if anybody can pay attention to the spirit, oh dear God. And when Adam and Eve followed the words that came from serpent, they lost dominion. Oh God. I'm telling you, I, everything we do is scriptural. It's scriptural, it's scriptural, it's scriptural. So for serpent to have dominion here, his spirit must first infiltrate that location. His spirit, his lies, his words must infiltrate that place. Ah, words are not from nowhere. Words have a point of origin. They come from a spirit. They come from a location. So are you, I hope you learned something. I hope you are learning something. I hope you're learning something. So when God spoke to Abraham, this land you see, I give to you. It's yours. Now go walk. Walk the full length and breadth of this land. He's like, okay, God. So everywhere he walked, he was carrying in him the message that he had received from God. This land is mine. This land is mine. This mountain is mine. This river is mine. This well is mine. This tree is mine. This piece of land is mine. The plants that grow in this land. And he could not be refused. He could not be refused. He could not be refused. In the kingdom of God, ownership. Okay, this is, uh, this is going to scare some people. Spiritual dominion. Please, we're not talking about ruling over people now. We're talking about spiritual things. I don't want you to get this confused. Ownership and dominion is enforced. No spirit, no demonic spirit is going to give you territory freely. Even if it is yours, you have to take it. And your right to that land will always be challenged. That's why Jesus says the kingdom of God suffereth violence, but the violent taken by force. Okay, we will stop here for today. <laughs> I feel I've already given too much information. So remember what I'm saying. You must hear the voice of God. You must receive the information from God. You must be a man, you must be a woman that has heard from God. And then you physically cover that territory 
by the information that you have given. You walk the length and breadth of the land. You raise altars, you pray, you fast, you worship, you give. That's how you come to a place of dominion. That's how you come to a place of dominion. Okay. Okay. I know you have many questions. I know you have many questions. By the grace of God, one of these days, we will try and answer some of your questions. We'll try and answer some of your questions. But remember this, dominion is not accidental. It has to be taken. It has to be enforced. Let's pray and conclude. I've shown you a way, child of God. I have shown you a way. I have shown you a way out of your country. I've shown you a way into a country. I've shown you a way out of a job. And I've shown you a way into a job. I've shown you a way. <laughs> uh, we give all glory to the Lord Jesus Christ. We give all glory to the Lord Jesus Christ. I've shown you a way. I've shown you a way. Your promotion is not controlled by your boss. Your elevation is not controlled by your company. Yes, there are people, but there is a God who controls people. Okay, let's pray. Father, I thank you for this information. Lord, please protect those who are in a season of childbearing, Lord. Protect each one that is with a child. No demonic agenda against the child and the mother will prosper. Thank you, Lord. I pray for protection. I pray you will grant your children divine immunity against the strategies of the enemy. I bless them. I pray they will grow in understanding. They will grow in their stature. They will grow. The light in them will grow. The spirit man in them will grow. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Child of God, you are blessed. You are very blessed. Take time to celebrate the word that has come to you. Take time to appreciate it. Take time to share it. I'll see you on Wednesday. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. Please consider sharing it. And for more information, log on to harirao.com.